0: This program is for mature audiences
1: only. Please have your fake ID ready.
0: Welcome to Blind Guy Talks Tech, the weekend edition. Featuring Sean Priest, Tim Schwartz, Robin Christopherson, Sally Clay. But first, that blind guy himself, it's Stephen Scott.
2: Hey, welcome to another Weekend Edition for Sunday. I'm as popular around here as uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock, um, it would appear, in equal measure. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, we've got, who have we got here? We got, uh, Sean Price here. Who are, you?
3: Hey! Who are, who are? Who are, are? not you? Who are, who Will Smith and Chris Rock are incredibly popular at the minute. Well, it depends who you ask. Well, everyone's talking about them.
2: That's true. Yeah, thank that's, you. That, that is very true, yes. Uh, everyone is talking about them. And so are we in a minute. Uh, hang on a sec. Uh, we've got Tim Schwartz <laughs> with us. Hey, Tim.
0: All the way from America. Hello. Yes, you. Um. But do you want to be as popular as. Which one actually, Will Smith or Chris Rock? Because I don't know if the popularity of one is is maybe as positive of popularity as the other right now.
2: Well, this is the thing, right? So in that situation, who would you
3: rather be? The one mm. not getting slapped.
0: <laughs> Possibly.
2: Yeah, would have the one he, getting slapped. Yeah. But in okay. the end,
0: he comes out looking better. So, uh, 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 yeah. Oh, hang on! No. Oh no! no, no. Oh, wrong
2: one! Hang on! Sorry, sorry. No, Get no, out of my pub! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Come into oh, my Robin castle.
2: There he is. Robin Christofferson's back. Hello, Robin. Did you Thank enjoy your you. comfort break?
1: Yes, and I wouldn't wish celebrity on anyone. No, I, I must That admit, must I, be so hard. <laughs> oh, you know yeah! yeah it must out? be
3: incredibly difficult. All that Seriously? money and fame. I don't know how they right. cope. We talked about, Robin? Under the microscope,
1: the whole time I would hate it being in the public eye because particularly with this kind of cancel culture or wherever it's called these days where people are so quick to judge and you so tell quick him, Robin. To, yeah sorry no, was it right? <laughs> oh sorry i didn't know what you said and then
3: he shut up like,
1: you tell him Robin. oh you tell him yeah you that's tell right them. yeah what are they playing at you know it must be really hard it must be really really hard oh, can i, don't I give know. you my two cents on this because i've been
2: thinking about this all week right and i've been we stop I mean, you? I honestly, there's no way, is there? Really, frankly, and look, let's be honest. This show can get any more controversial if it tried. So, you know, mm. we're up there with the Oscars now, which uh, says a lot. Um, but you know what? Um, I just feel with this. I've been thinking about it all week, and I actually was starting to get annoyed as the week went on, as a result of all of this. And I was starting to see the conversation shift in that direction as well, where people started at the beginning of the week with, "Ah, oh, you know, good on Will Smith. You know, standing up for his wife. Quite right. Good for him." Now, by the end of the week, it's like, hang on a minute. Are we really saying that it's okay for someone just to go up and slap someone across the face because they've offended his wife? Is that okay? I mean, the guy's made a joke. And I will, you know, for context purposes, in case anyone's unaware of this, Chris Rock is a comedian. He tells jokes. Mm -hmm. That's his job. Is that a
1: license to offend?
2: Yes. It's a license to tell jokes. And you know what? Offense is part of that. That's how Ooh. jokes. work. I think
0: everyone's a fair line, game, but there's a wow. line, and, yeah. and people have said, and Chris, I don't know if he's as much said this, but um, but apparently Chris Rock did not know before he said this that Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, which is the condition she has uh, where it's causing her hair to fall out. So she actually has a, a true medical condition causing this to happen. If he did not truly know that that was why she has shaved the rest of her hair and she's bald. If he didn't know, then it, yes, it was just a comedian trying to be funny because she was wearing a green dress. So the G.I. Jane joke, going back to the D- Demi Moore uh, movie where she shaved her head and was in the, in the military. It, I mean, I didn't think it was that great of a joke, but it was fine. It was fine. And he's yeah. a comedian. I mean, it doesn't if, have to however, be always funny. Well, but hold on. If if however he knew that she's been dealing with alopecia, maybe there was a better joke to tell because relating it to our world, our our you know, sphere. Um, it's it's making fun of somebody who has a true disability. So what? That they can't help. Who cares? How many jokes have been made about Stevie
3: Wonder? And is, are those suddenly now bad? You know, blind know people driving. You know,
2: I've been reading about this all week and I've been hearing people saying, well, you know, of course, you know, disabled people, you wouldn't make jokes. It's it's one area you don't make jokes Hilarious. And I'm thinking, Really? People don't make jokes about blind people? That's all I ever hear when I hear people talk. I mean, whenever a blind joke comes up, I remember watching Bill Marfan, and if we were talking about yesterday, uh, he made a comment which really irritated me at the time. But I thought, well, at the same token, he was bringing up a subject. I think, I can't remember the whole story about it, but basically the, the subject of it was a guy who was fixing a computer and he was blind. Mm-hmm.
0: And the audience thought
2: that. this was hilarious. That, and he was making the point of, how can a guy who's blind use a computer? And you know that just went unchallenged, and you know no one and really moved on, and that was it. Now, mm-hmm. did I did I collapse and die as a result of it? No,
0: I got on with my life. I rolled my eyes at it. Like yeah. the initial joke was funny, but then the follow up of him seriously not realizing that we can do things that,
2: that hurt to me a little bit. But you know, it, again, it annoyed me. I rolled my eyes. It's just a joke, but...
0: right? Now there can be worse, more hurtful, and more harmful quote jokes that could be told and have been told, but. In the in general, yeah, most jokes I laugh them off. They're they're you know as long as they came from a good place. They're not if they're not ill-intended, you know. You gotta you've gotta have a sense of humor. However, I mean, I've said that for years. You know, you've got to have patience and a sense of humor, especially if you are a person with a disability.
2: Look, my so, career is based on saying things that might be unpopular, right? So uh, every so often I will say something that's maybe unpopular, and that's the way oh, it goes, right? Never. Who, who'd have thought? So you know what? Guess whose side I'm on here. I'm on Chris Rock's side because oh, there
1: are so there are so many topics there are so many rich veins of humour that don't involve denigrating people or being insulting. But, but maybe didn't know that she had no, alopecia. No, I mean, look, you don't make jokes about this other idea, people. That's where that,
2: I'm coming from. Well, but that's that. Well, that would mean that comedy would be curtailed <laughs> not at beyond all, I've belief. Just Your said version of is comedy so... is very pleasant Honestly, and nice and lovely, but that's yeah. not
1: real world, is it? Does it have to be? Does it have to be gritty? Does it have to be dark? Yes,
2: I'm that's just, what comedy is. Comedy lives on the edge. Comedy lives on the is. edge, guys. That's how it works. I don't think that joke
0: was dark. I don't think it was no. even. No, not at I'm sitting wasn't here. Trying to think. If, if, I mean, what it's and like. by the
2: way, he never mentioned alopecia. He wasn't talking about alopecia. The joke had nothing to do with alopecia. It was well, a. vision if and apparently, he knew ahead just, of
0: time, it could have. <laughs> but well, he, here's the thing. But here's the thing. Apparently, didn't.
2: That joke was an add-in. Apparently, it wasn't part of the original script. According to what I've been reading. Um, he must have been either stalling for time or he just thought of it and thought, I'll just go with it.
0: Well, he had already made a comment about Will Smith in the previous joke about, you know, winning Oscars, etc. And, yeah. and so he, he had a previous to glance- show. Yeah, that's right. yeah. So he glanced over at, at Will and Jada. And I think it just kind of came to him as he looked at her because, well, she has a shaved head and a green dress. So to him, it just kind of popped in there and that's what came out. So I don't think that there was any ill intent. And for Will, I was one of these people that at first, before I had the video described to me, before I really thought it through, my first knee-jerk reaction was... Good on Will for you to defend your wife in her honor. But then I did think about it more. And as I heard the uncut video, because here in the States, they, they muted the audio. So I had to go yeah. online like everybody else and get, I think it was from Japan or somewhere that, that they didn't have the audio muted and then get a, an actual play-by-play from my wife, from other people online, every single person in the world that seems to have an opinion on this um, and is <laughs> offering one, whether they really should or not. And, Hi, i <laughs> yeah <laughs> like us right but but you know what in, in that case will smith should have i mean like I, i'm not opposed to him saying from the audience hey not cool or you yes. know whatever but then maybe backstage after you know after uh after the show or something go up to chris and be like i don't know if you realize this but she has a condition that she has to shave her head or chose to shave her head we didn't really find that funny that wasn't cool man and chris could have then addressed it take care of that backstage over the phone in person somewhere else don't come up on a stage because this is the problem because at does first like find i said anything
2: funny anymore does nobody laugh anymore well, does laugh at themselves well, anymore that was where
0: did... will doesn't look good because in the camera shot he's laughing at the joke until apparently he looks over at jada who is not laughing at the joke well
2: that's that was an i mean although i will say i think in defense of that do you know what it's a I can't imagine what would be like to be at an event like that as someone like him. And I think, you know, you, you probably just laugh along and you're like, ah, I'm probably not even paying any attention. Just it. like, when am I going to win an Oscar? When am I going to win an Oscar? When am I going to win an Oscar? You're not really listening to what's when going on. When you stand, Haha.
0: you stand. When other people applaud, exactly. you applaud and, and so, the, so you just go. It, he
2: probably you. never even heard it properly. He's turned around looked the reaction was very swift though. That was the weird thing about it. The reaction was very quick. I mean, from the point of clearly I mean we were talking seconds of him turning around clearly finding out that Jay didn't didn't like the joke and then well, him reacting in the way he did, it just seemed so
0: sudden. And so much so that I've seen a lot of people saying that it was maybe not fully scripted, but that it was planned. Oh, yeah, I, the conspiracy I, theories the with conspiracy the cheek theories. And, yeah, that and rubbish, I've heard both know. sides of that. And as much as I could see that point of view? No, don't, I, I, don't feed the no, beast. No, no, no. I'm saying I could see it in some respects. However, the overall thing taken as a whole, no, it was not planned. No, that wasn't, was
2: that was not planned.
0: For whatever reason Will felt he needed in that moment to defend his wife and that was the way he chose to do it. It was not the appropriate way to handle it. He could have handled it much much better of a way. Um Shh, that's and, it. Mate. Yeah. Shh, what?
3: That's oh. enough, man.
1: Oh, shit. Is
2: this you trying to are you trying to cool us down or you want me to no, slap just, you? What just,
1: do you just, want <laughs> here? <laughs> just come over here and
0: smack you. I mean, from
1: from my point of view and I will Oh always, no, it's just going to carry on. Okay.
3: Sorry. <laughs> I do
1: always want to, you know, stress either explicitly or implicitly that this is always just my point of view and I'm not saying how other people should feel. But to to make comments about someone's wife. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking what would it be like if I was in a public event and Judith was next to me and I mean until relatively recently false equivalency
2: like, sorry I don't agree with this I know you're going with it it's a false equivalency you okay. don't live your life in public
1: I don't to live your life comment
2: but I know what you're going to say you're going to say well if I was sitting in well, a restaurant I was sitting it. somewhere and then it happens <laughs> and then a comedian makes a joke about me and my wife then you know that's not nice
1: it's a totally different situation I'm not gonna I'm not going to finish the
3: comment then that's fine
1: it's just no, a different situation. You've
3: upset him now, Stephen.
1: Well, what it's he's good.
0: Good. But here to me, shush. I'm <laughs> okay, not, not necessarily, necessarily wrong. To... Like if I was sitting in the front row of a uh, of a stand-up comedy show, you know, if I go to a comedian's show and I'm in the front row and they sometimes will say, "Hey, what's your name? Hey, where are you from?" you know, and they'll make a joke about you. You know what? I, I bought a ticket to a comedian whom I should know well, exactly. their stick and I know what's going on. In in the Oscars you know what the presenters are doing. They always, always pick out celebrities from the crowd and make a joke because that's part of what the, the Oscars are, especially Chris Rock. When he was a host years and years ago, that, that was most of what his monologues were. Were Hey, I see so-and-so here's to, is here tonight, blah, 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 about their movie or about their career. That's part of the shtick. That's part of being a celebrity Oof. at the Oscars. <laughs> well, you don't like the word shtick? Stop it. I think you missed a T out there somewhere. <laughs> Shtick. stick. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I,
1: I'm hopelessly Robin. uninformed about the context. I've never watched the Oscars, and so I didn't, or who know who Chris Rock was until this week. So yeah, I, I mean, obviously there's a lot of context here, and that sets people's expectations. What I, well, what but, I would
0: say, though, Robin, is sorry to interrupt you, but what if you're presenting? Do you just him talk to him? Well, I mean, <laughs> why not? You won't. You won't let him talk. But uh, this is a question that I would have, though, is if you were presenting somewhere, you're talking to a conference, blind people or disability, you know, conference or something, and somebody in the audience doesn't like what you said because it offended them. Is it okay for them to come up on stage and smack you? Oh, absolutely not.
1: Sorry, if I didn't make that clear before, violence is not um, acceptable. So, okay. but at the same time, what I was going to say was I would be absolutely mortified. And I'm, I am totally admit that I'm coming from a position of somebody who doesn't like humor that's personalized and... You know, aimed at one individual and is picking out something about them that mean. you can make fun of. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, but I'm absolutely coming from that position. But to, I, I know that Judith would be upset to the core as well. I absolutely do. So, as I agree with you, Stephen, I'm not, it's not equivalent at all. I was literally just making the point, though, that, you know, people's feelings can be hurt. Now, they're celebrities, so they've probably got quite thick skins, even his wife, I don't know. But, um, you know, because they have sure. to put up with so. So much. But no, I mean, I think that I, I'm, I'm absolutely putting my hand up saying I don't get the context here. And I'm definitely kind of an outlier where I like humour to be um, situational, observational, funny, kind, generous spirited. Two points
2: on that, right? So... In your, in your example, though, you wouldn't be at, say, a Frankie Boyle gig or a Jimmy Carr gig. You're mm. not going to be found in those places, right? No, no. You're not going to go there because you know what you're going to get. And that's the point. When you go to those gigs, I always am amazed. And it's, oh, I know where it comes from. It's never the people who are at the event. It's always the people afterwards who you know haven't even watched an event and you know pick up on these jokes and say, it's absolutely offensive. And it's like, yeah, because that's what he does. That's what these people right. do. Um, but you, you know what? You don't have to watch it. You don't have to be there. And That's well, what you've chosen to do, and that's though, the good thing.
1: The, the audience don't self-select, do they? Or do they? Has he always been the MC, and they know what to expect?
2: No. Well, no. He. No. Not in this case, because it was. Uh, what was it? It was Ricky Gervais who used to do, it, wasn't it?
0: He did. Or but was that this the other the, the Golden three, Globes. They had three women who who hosted this year. Chris Rock has hosted in the past, but this year he was just presenting, uh, actually, for Best Documentary. So.
2: Yeah, that was just that was just a st- that right, was one. Of it was it, just wasn't coming up, present that. He wasn't, wasn't, that oh, okay.
0: The audience so decides,
3: right? If, if he makes a joke and it's off-color or it's bad taste, then the audience go, oh, groan or whatever. And, and that's that particular yeah.
0: audience is full of celebrities. It's all the people that yeah. are either nominated or not nominated or or just celebrities the in thing. general. Here's the thing, though: peers.
2: all these other celebrities who were being taken aim at by not just Chris Rock but other comedians on stage that night. You know, Will Smith found that, that hilarious. And all that was really funny. And then all of a sudden it turns on him and his wife and he doesn't like it, right? Now, that's fine. You're entitled to not like the joke, but you're not entitled to get up on stage and slap the guy. Correct. We all agree. I think that's that's where I'm at with it. It's interesting,
1: though, because (laughs) if you're poking fun of people in the audience and it's on a number of different things, but not, say, disability, is Mm. that are there taboo areas so is disability a taboo area because well, what i was going to say Chris was that my had oh go ahead i was just gonna say my wife until quite recently had had really bad eczema and you could see it it was plain as day um she's on the last sort of three or four years she's had this miracle um injection and she's got she's completely without it she, nothing itches no creams it's amazing but until then you know if somebody had really pulled that out as the thing to you know, rip into her about, I, you know, I'd be mortified, she'd be mortified. So is is, yeah, is disability out, out there as being like a... Do you know what,
2: yeah, it's, it's a, it's a difficult one, right? Because here's the thing, comedians will say no. And I would agree with that. I think that there's no taboo, really. Uh, there's a line somewhere and it's the comedian's job to find it. That's what a comedian does. He or she finds the line. And that is that what...
1: That kind of comedian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, but, but on anything, any subject. I'm a, a Victoria just, Wood I'm person. Just, not, There's I'm, no I'm, lines
1: I'm, even being approached there.
2: <laughs> well, even but even then, there was, there was complaints about Victoria Wood and some of the comments she made, right, and some of the, the songs she sang. Some people didn't like her. It was absolute filth. And there were people who didn't like it, and that's the point, right? But if you start listening to the people who think everything is filth, then you never progress with anything. And then we end up with some third-rate you know, horrible situation where free speech and, and comedy just gets trashed. And I, I'm just not for that. Mm-hmm. But the big, and you know, I think that the, the point about, you know, disability specifically, you know, what? I think it depends on who the comedian is. I think it de- I mean, if a comedian was disabled, for example, you'll find blind comedians. Mm-hmm. I think of a couple actually here in the UK who yep. will just make endless jokes about being blind. And, you know, Jokes against themselves, and you would say that could be offensive. But you know, is it offensive if it's coming from them?
0: I I I make jokes about myself all the time. Well, the thing is, sometimes it actually cuts tension between me and someone who might feel uncomfortable at first. And I'm offended. You make a a small (laughs) joke about yourself, and they feel more comfortable.
3: I'm going to get a ladder and slap you. (laughs) I guess he's so tall.
0: That's sizest. (laughs) Or I mean, let's think about
3: Stevie Wonder. If somebody,
1: you know. If he was in the audience and somebody made a joke about As him they've being... done. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, that's butt. happened. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. No! <laughs> but, that, but, but here's
2: the thing. That, that's the subjective part of it. It's like a song is good or a song is bad, right? That's entirely up to the individual. You might find it funny. I find things funny that I know, Robin, you would definitely not find funny, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. But that's that's the joy of life. Why would you want to change that? Why would you mm-hmm. want a situation where everyone's all very clean cut and lovely and all the jokes are about how lovely tea is? Um, I like I to. The there were jokes I want to be the, in.
0: the comedian that my wife and I went to see on the cruise ship when we were on vacation recently. Um, there were jokes he told that made me feel like I was turning a little red. So, and and I can take a lot. It was yeah. So yeah, Robin would have burst in the flames. I think.
2: Here's the here's the thing. For me, the one final thing on this I want to say is, the and, and unfortunately we've just proven the point that all this media yep. attention on Will Smith and Chris Rock. Buried the lead in a big way, and that was Coda, the Apple TV film, yes. which you know, mm-hmm. one you know the, the first deaf actor I think the second deaf actor ever to win an Oscar. Um, you know this film I, I haven't seen it yet I haven't watched it. By all accounts, it's a super movie. It's it's got a great message in it. Um, you know, it seems like the kind of thing that you know it. It seems like the kind of thing Apple would do. You know, it seems like the kind yeah, of project Apple mm-hmm. would put money into and yep. invest in and. This is where Apple, I think, you know, it's such an annoying company sometimes because they don't really talk about this stuff that often. They kind of just do it and just leave it out there. It's almost like they just put the, the film outside and just hope someone picks it up and looks at it. And you go, well, oh, that's actually quite good. Have you seen this? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. And then suddenly, everyone else is talking about it instead of just really promoting the fact that they've just made huge strides forward for disabled people. With this, with this kind of movie, with mo- mm-hmm. with disabled representation in film. Now, I've, I've really gone back and forward on my argument about whether or not we want to have a, a film industry where, you know, we hear a lot about people saying disabled people must be in the parts assigned to disabled people. So if, if it's a film about a disabled person, it must be a disabled person in the role. And I've really gone back and forward on this because I hear both sides. I hear the, well... If, and Coda is a great example of this. If Coda had done that, if Coda had, or hadn't done that and actually had said, no, we need to have a lead role because it's going into cinema. It has to have a lead role with an actor people know. Otherwise, no one's going to come to the cinema and watch it.
0: It wouldn't have had then the same
2: impact. It, it w- well, would it have been the same film? I don't know. And would it have mattered because the film still told the same message? But then the joy of Apple TV, and not just Apple TV, but Netflix and all these streaming services, is you kind of don't need the lead. You don't need that part of it. You need a good story. That's what you're looking at. You're not looking at the mm-hmm. cast list anymore. You're looking at the description of the movie, and you're thinking, this sounds appealing to me. I'm going to watch this. And I think that's what's brilliant about these streaming services, because you're not having this need. It's kind of taken away the, the biggest argument that I guess would be against having disabled people in the roles. And these people who say, you know, oh, well, in that case, if you're going to depict a serial killer, then does the actor have to be a serial killer? Well, no, that's different. Mm, no. That's a different thing. We're talking about uh, real life safety. here.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> health I and safety com- would be a big question mark <laughs> around that, yeah.
1: I think it comes down to budget. Um, if it's a massive budget, you know, like hundreds of millions of pounds, and they have to definitely recoup that in the box office and in streaming then maybe the risk is too high to not go for big names Mm -hmm. but these um independent often uh low budget i mean i'm thinking of billy elliot i'm uh, thinking that's probably the only one that i know (laughs) but you know small um (laughs) films where you may or may not know the the leads but the story is so compelling you know the the story carries it um and people you know walk with their feet and rent it or stream it or go to the cinema or whatever because it's just a brilliant movie i don't think that they would risk that without big names uh, if it was a really big ticket film, don't you think? Well, look at the Some risk of at the risk of maybe. shutting
2: people down to move on because uh, mm. I don't like doing that, but I know Sean gets itchy feet, so you know we have to move on otherwise he well he I'm does bored, get itchy though. feet. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, but you know I, I will say that um, I, I think Coda is definitely one I'm going to watch. I'm definitely keen to to try it out and see what it's like, and uh, yeah, not that my opinion means jot, but you know. It doesn't. I will say though, the other day I did watch Little Shop of Horrors. I love that film. Oh, yeah. Suddenly Seymour
1: is standing oh, so beside Seymour. Oh, oh, you know that one. I you love know this it.
3: movie.
1: I've seen it at wow. the theatre anyway.
0: It's from emails. ABC knows it.
3: We get emails. <laughs> <laughs> we get your. Thank you. Email. We get email. We get but your email you every
2: day, but not about movies. Don't do email any movies. No, please. Just, Just discount all that stuff. before <sighs>
3: What a relief!
2: Do you know why I tell you a quick story? I'm uh, like, right, okay. <laughs> I want to go back to the beginning of yesterday's episode. When we started with Jane's email, I'm going to continue Jane's oh. email. That's
3: where we are. From, from Heroin oh, Gulch. The yeah, other was from, right?
2: <laughs> from, All the way from Heroin Gulch. Um, and if you don't know what that means, you've got to listen to it yesterday's episode. But and it's your it's own fault.
0: character in The Wizard of Oz who later becomes the witch Mrs. Gulch? I think oh. think her name? Heroin Gulch. So maybe her first name was Heroin. And then wow. she became well, the well, she was of the West. Or not, I guess. No, she was not the Heroin. Now, anyway, re- please read <laughs> Jane's email. Sorry.
2: I'm digging into this email a bit, because uh, this is something that uh, Jane wishes to be reinvented. And I cannot believe we're talking about this again.
3: It's like an essay, this email.
2: (laughs) I thought that we had buried this along with Tech Talk. I honestly thought we had buried this, but it's back. Jane wants to see reinvented the Opticon. (laughs) What (laughs) is it with this thing? This Opticon. Anyway, the device that would let you feel the shapes of print letters. Jane says, I wish someone would take the tech we have now and build one bigger and better. And I would work hard to master that because then I could read print and process things easier, especially handwritten things, because scanners just don't handle those well. They could make one with a full page of pins, and you could put the printed or handwritten page on the device and it would come up a page at a time. That's how I envis- envisage it anyway. I tend to remember things if I see them. And for me, that's Braille. So the Opticon would work. At least I would feel the shapes of the letters under my fingers.
0: Wasn't there a device being talked about in the last, I don't know, a couple of years or so that was like a a tablet for the blind that had tactile raised for like graphics and letters? The name of it's escaping me. for The moment the, yeah, dot the
2: graffiti pad. from dot pads. Well, new. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, seen so something this year, the yeah. Orbit Research Company created the graffiti a couple of years ago. Now, I did read a, a release the other day that said it was just coming out, but. Maybe it's just coming to market, but it was being announced a long time ago. The graffiti did exactly that. It had the tactile display, it also had the uh, braille display on it. Now, the new dot pad is more like an image only device. I mean, what you mm-hmm. do is it, it's, it's an incredible thing, right? So, what they've done is they've partnered with Apple and the American Printing House for the Blind. And what they've done is um, this company, the, the, the Dot company, the people who you, who brought you the Dot Smartwatch, um, well, they've basically taken this idea and they've they've made it into this tactile device. So it's like a tablet, just just exactly what you're suggesting here, Jane. And what Apple have done is they've implemented in and from iOS 15.2. So it's been a little while now. Actual controls under the rotor. Uh, if you have a Dot Pad and it's connected to your phone, you'll see these in your rotor that let you. Uh, transfer and and essentially turn images on your phone onto tactile graphics on this dot pad, which is incredible. Now, that all sounds brilliant. And Jane, I know you're thinking, where do I sign, right? I'll call now. Take my money. Well, before you say that, (laughs) uh, let me tell you, 15,000 pounds, I believe, is the price, or dollars, actually, I think it might be. Um, oh, well, that's a bargain.
3: Dollars. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's at least half price. <laughs>
2: yeah, because that's uh, so, like yeah. £22,000 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now. And going up by the minute. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, this is not exactly consumer level yet, but we'll see.
3: We'll see well, down the, graffiti, the line. graffiti, I'm assuming, from Orbit, which are you know more affordable devices, that should be more reasonable. I,
2: I, don't, I don't know a price on it. I vaguely yeah. remember 5000 being the number, but I, I could be wrong. Ha. Yeah, still, we're not talking hundreds here, and we're way, way, way off forget it. It's because of the pins. It's because of the mechanical pins. I mean, you've got so many of them required to do this that the cost of the device, yeah, it's going to cost a fortune.
1: 60 by 40. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Ah. So not You said 2,500 or so. No, what, sorry? Who, what, where? How much? pins are 60 by 40. No, the number of pins. Res. Yeah. Oh. A rectangle.
3: Good, cool. Yes, a tablet, right, Apparently, pins are expensive. That's what we come to. Welcome to the
2: communication industry, day one. (laughs) Uh, Right, so um, let's move on, because uh, Jane says, Julian is so funny. Uh, That's negative, Julian. My husband, and he would get on really well. I don't have that kind of personality, I'm afraid. I don't always know how to respond in situations. And sometimes, I just go quiet or put up with stuff. That's poor woman though, and yet that story is that poor woman though, and that story is so funny. Oh yes, this was from last week, wasn't it? The email we ended with uh, on the episode when uh, Julian told us about the woman who was uh, leading him around the shop with the cane. Oh
3: yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: just <laughs> holding the cane up. Uh he, Jane says, it's a good job he wasn't banned from the store. Me, I would have pulled the cane away and said, let me take your arm, please. Maybe. Or I might have put up with it and said something later. I don't know. I haven't had to deal with that in a while. <laughs> Excellent shows throughout the week, but I had nothing new to add to those except this. The one about the Echo Show was interesting. And while I won't have one in my home, I can see how it can be useful if you're on your own or just need one for whatever reason. I guess I'm too paranoid about cameras in the house. I even keep my A devices muted when I'm not using them so I don't accidentally trigger them. Uh, at night. Good luck with your new phone. Uh, that'll be the, which one? The SE or the Z Flip 3, I guess. Um, keep us updated on how it works out for you. Take care, and I look forward to more interesting content. <laughs> I think you'll find that's coming. Um, <clears throat> that was <laughs> good. So, uh, yeah, can you be cancelled on the internet? I mean, I really have to look this up. Um, but, you know, I'm sure i will find out. Sure, you anyway, can try. Yeah, Thank you We're Jay. doing that, well. That was ask, very... ask Will Smith.
3: Very... Yeah. <laughs> Very detailed and uh, a great email. Thank you. I liked yeah. it. Well done. And uh, this
2: one, I don't—I haven't written at the top of it where uh, this email's come from. So hopefully we get that at the end. Um, but uh, this person says, wow, Stephen, following on from me getting in touch last week, I have to contact you again. And it's only Monday. Uh, that uh, the person wrote the email. At the start of the podcast, you mentioned about your sight going during your COVID bout. This has greatly reassured me. Around a month ago, my right eye started to get sore. And as I have glaucoma, this can happen. But in my case, I've not had this for years. So when it started up again, I did eventually go to the doctor after it didn't settle down. As sometimes, if I'm tired, my eyes get sore. The doctor wasn't sure, so sent me to an optician to get my pressures checked, as he couldn't see anything. The optician didn't seem to find much either and the pressure was fine. So they gave me a lubricant to see if it really was just dry eye. About two weeks after this, I tested positive for COVID. And since then, and my subsequent recovery, my eye is not sore now. I have no sight, so can't judge using this mark. But when I did, the slightest illness used to affect my sight. This has made me think just how long could COVID be in your system before it shows itself. I was convinced it was connected and your experience seems to have helped bear this out.
0: Well, for yeah. the record, I'm not a doctor, but I've heard that the incubation period is two weeks. So you could have it for two weeks before you even know that you have there it, you go. if you ever even get symptoms at all. But yeah, it could
2: And be. look, if you if you have got eye problems, please, you know, let's not, you know, go down the route of, you know, let's just think it's all COVID. COVID causes blindness.
0: Checked. Oh, yeah,
2: no. Yeah, that's a new thing. Yeah, that'll be the other thing. That's a, a Daily Mash headliner. All the whatever. things I was um,
0: told that causes blindness when I was a kid, that wasn't, never mind. Anyway, go mm-hmm.
2: ahead. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, it is Sunday, Tim. No, be, behave. Uh, now, you also <laughs> mentioned how to know when your phone is shutting down or restarting. One yeah. thing I do is use the mute unmute button mm. on vibrate mode. As That's soon good. as there is power, it vibrates. And obviously, when it has shut down, there is no vibrate. That's Neil, Neil Skeen, who
0: writes that email. I'm cool. picking up no vibration.
3: Yep. Hang on, so <laughs> someone explain that to me. Thank you, Neil. Great email. But well, explain that to me, that tip with the mute button. So the the sleep wake button on the side does it vibrate by default or maybe there's a setting
1: for it in the haptics but yeah mine does so if you just keep flicking that while it's sh- shutting down and then booting itself up again then as soon as it kind of comes to
0: life that flick will make oh it right yeah 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 well yeah. you okay. can test it to see if it's coming back up at that point so mm. especially if you don't have a home button cuz if you have a home button you could just keep pushing on that area until it actually works as a button, um, or yes, if, oh, when yeah. it's coming back up again, just occasionally keep flicking the the mute you know button up and down, and yes, it'll it'll vibrate. Now, when you shut it down, however, if you're not sure if it is shutting down, I mean it's just shutting down, but um so i'm not sure i'm shutting down
2: right so um, moving (laughs) on i think my idea was better right i think my touch (laughs) id button idea was better everybody ever who's blind just buy an iphone se and let's just move on with our lives okay Uh, actually get one quick because they're uh, ending production soon apparently or or shutting not shutting down but slowing down production (laughs) they've been out for three
3: weeks
0: yeah why wouldn't you i'm not gonna get one (laughs) well you've got
2: the iphone se 2020 haven't you
0: and i was really really considering getting the 2022 but I think I'm just going to pay the $50, get my battery upgraded, and just deal with it until the next thing. Yeah. Good.
3: Yeah, well done. Cheapscape. you. It didn't have
0: um, enough. Oh, no, I'd get it almost for free between my 7 I could trade in, my SE I could trade in. I, I don't So just probably... get it then. What are you waiting for? Why sit pointless. There with an inferior device? Because there's not enough upgrades in it to make it worth it. It's 5G. So?
2: There's uh, a bigger battery. And you need a new battery, Barely. so that you go. You're kind of paying for a battery and getting a new phone
0: with it. That's the way to look at it. fifty dollars as Tim. opposed to about one hundred and fifty after my trade-ins. Mm, yeah, I'll wait. Uh,
2: well, if you're not if you're not going to play the game, then you know, frankly, I'm not talking to you. Uh, Maybe right, I'll get a thirteen uh,
0: mini. Maybe I'll do that.
2: Oh, that's that's just cruel. Um, Negative. Julian gets in touch to say, "Hi, Stephen. My resources do not stretch to high-end Samsung phones, and I do not think that their budget-end phones are of very good value." <gasps> Correct. Oh,
0: that's I mean, for me. I'm
2: sorry. Um, so I cannot claim to have any experience with the Bixby button. Terrible. Uh, but I do know my way around the Play Store. Have you tried uh, following or the following app as a way around your problem? It's called Bixby Button Remapper. Yes, I have. I, well, I haven't tried it in fairness, but I do know of this. Uh, the developer is named Jaomo. And uh, the Z Flip is not specifically mentioned, but the app was updated in January this year and claims to be Android 12 compatible. If the button is some is software controlled, it might do the job. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right, Julian, it does. But what you have to do is you need that button, or you need that so- that app and then it takes you to some dodgy.com website where you download an APK file and then you have to go into this app and change the button and then go into some other setting. And it's like, hang, I thought this was meant to be easy. Oh my iPhone back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> are you sure it does that the app takes you to another website to download an apk
2: it does take you to a website to download an apk because basically you have to download some tool which allows you i do i'm joking when i yeah. say dodgy.com yeah. who but needs it you, no, you still have we'll to go through it. a bit of a process to do yep. it um judy writes in hi Stephen, i agree with your comments about the sony link buds i said they were terrible well i didn't actually finish i said that they weren't the best for music Except good for i said they were okay and uh, here's the thing i will say just before i go on with uh, judy's email i have learned this week how to actually wear them properly
3: well done how oh, long well. did that take
2: <laughs> uh, it took longer than it should have thank you guys thank you and, I and so they're they're the
3: updated now. review
1: what
2: is so, so again i can hear you for the applause in my ears
1: <laughs> give us the updated review
3: then yeah are they better now no they're all right
1: <laughs> thank you there you go
3: all right uh thanks. so Judy...
2: <laughs> So Judy says, I was more than a little disappointed with the sound quality, especially when listening to music. But they are fun when using Microsoft Soundscape. And that was the reason I bought them. I did expect more from Sony. Or Sony, depending on how you want to say it. Thank you. Uh, I also agree that Apple AirPods Pro are very nice. If you want an amazingly high-quality open earbud experience, though, I would recommend the Bose Open earbuds. Mm. Oh. Their sound quality is extraordinary. And they are completely open without having to do anything. Oh, really? Are they expensive?
0: Well, they're Bose. I'm just presuming they are. No, oh, that's true.
2: Uh, but they are individual earbuds with a cylindrical portion that goes behind your ear and a part with a little speaker that stands away from your ear. There are no moving parts, no fitting rings or anything like that. They are $200 really? in the US, but way worth it. Oh, I'm going to check that out.
0: That that's a awesome. my Bose frames. Yeah,
3: the AirPods Pro were on deal recently on Amazon, I noticed. For Did you around... buy them? No. Well,
0: how no. much No.
3: Uh, uh, not pathetic. They were 170 pounds. I think mm. it was 50 pounds of oh,
2: 500 US <laughs> dollars.
3: Yes, but they were on you know instalment pay. I think yeah. <laughs> I thought about it for a minute. You know, but, I just no. I
2: love that thing. It's like you know how how you know I, I find the most weird things on that instalment pay. It's Like something that costs 15 quid. Oh, you can pay it over five months. Yeah, I know it's weird. If you can't, I mean, look, I'm, I mean, I don't want to judge people's circumstances, but if you can't afford to pay 15 quid up front for something. Maybe you shouldn't buy it. Just a thought.
1: You know what? All right. I bought a bottle of sauce the other day. HP. 7p (sighs) for 15 weeks.
3: (sighs) Uh.
1: For people that aren't aware, HP sauce, houses of parliament, (laughs) is a UK thing. (laughs)
3: Explain the joke. (laughs) Yeah, you've got to explain the joke now. You have to explain
1: the joke. Look, it just wasn't (laughs) funny, and I'm
3: not having
2: those kind of jokes in this show. Slap him. I stand corrected. (laughs) I'm not going to finish that. Now, now another kind of open listening experience Judy wants to talk about and thinks is worth considering is the, I think it says, MU6 Ring Open Ear Air Conduction Headphones. Wow, that's catchy. Wow. They're a headband that goes above your ears and behind your head. What is this? I mean, does nobody just wear a pair of headphones anymore? But no, apparently not. Uh, About the last three centimetres of each end can rotate downward 90 degrees. They sit in front of your ears. It's not bone conduction. They call it open-air conduction. Somehow, Mm. the sound is beamed back to your ears, and they're very comfortable. They are $60 in the US. Sound quality is reasonable, not Bose, but as good if not better than Sony Link Buds, and a lot more comfortable. They are so out of the way, I can talk on a standard telephone while wearing them. Another thing I like about the MU6 ring is that the iPhone reports their battery level in the battery widget. I thought uh, you might be interested in knowing about these. Judy Dixon writing in. Thank you, Judy. That's a brilliant email. That, yeah, that deserves that deserves our, our applause. She has oh, as many it.
0: different Bluetooth headsets as I do, which, yeah. <laughs> as we know, is quite a bit.
2: I am sitting here right now with like three pairs of headphones on this desk. It is utterly ridiculous. Oh, I, I have
0: so many. I have as <sighs> many Bluetooth headphones as you've got keyboards. It's, it's, it's crazy. Ridiculous. Do
2: you know things. I cleared my keyboard stash out the way the other yeah. day? Stash. And there were like... Yeah, I, I had like six keyboards in there.
3: He's got them hidden in toilet cisterns. He's got <laughs> them hidden on top of wardrobes.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. I've got so many. I think I've got a problem. Can My I, wife's uh, not going to like that email because I'm going to have to look into all of those, Judy. MU6s no, sound cool, M- right? mu
2: M- uh the bow's open. That sounds cool. Can, can
0: I, I just, can just can I, Go for it, Robin. Come on. Night time. Oh,
2: Robin. Robin, talk to me. Yeah.
1: I've had ones that go behind the neck before. I can't get on with it, but maybe you know it's it would you'd be desensitized to it being touching the back of your neck you know yeah i don't like that that's I must weird, admit. yeah, yeah. Uh, so you I that with the aftershock after I, I think sorry, these don't were batteries. yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't yeah, yeah i had something else it was a sony one but um also battery level i'd be really interested to know if she touches up in the status bar as well it usually says there where it's got the bluetooth um next to the clock. but a lot of
0: times they don't and my sony's if you do go to so go the widget yeah. Well, Sony, they might. I just said a lot of times they don't. Mm. Um, but the widget, for some odd reason, it could show up there without showing in the status bar uh-huh. or vice versa. Yeah. I,
2: by accident, found a web page the other day. This does not surprise anybody. Oh,
3: yeah. I've heard that story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, quickly uh, quickly retracted it. Um, <clears throat> how do you clear your history? No, i uh, So this is a, a, a website, uh, sony.com. You might have heard of them. Um, it's... Uh... a. <laughs> One of those companies, you know, they've been around for a while, and uh, there's a, a page on their website. I'm going to link to this in the show notes. You know our show notes, guys; they're always bang up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, expect this in a tweet or something. Uh, but yeah, basically, this is a, a web page devoted to all the products that Sony has with accessibility features built in. And oh. there was lots of products in here I didn't know they had with accessibility features in them. Uh, but the one it goes to first is a wireless neckband speaker. Which I think I remember this. I think Bose said something like this for a while yeah, as well. Yeah, they were terrible. You, you literally wore it like a toilet seat around your head. Yeah, and no thanks. You know, yeah, it was a bit bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a selling point. Uh, we don't sell for Sony, can you tell? Um,
3: but <laughs> Send you know this what? one. We'll take a look. <laughs> <bit. laughs>
2: Do you know what else I found in here, right? And I kind of, well, I, I see I kind of knew this. I didn't know this, but I, I'd like to think I knew this. Um, Walkmans have got, talk back in them. I didn't really know that. I mean, what? I kind of thought they might, but yeah, uh, the Walkmans. Walk, Sony Walkmans. Yeah, they the not we the can tape still get a decks. Yeah, wow. not not the tape decks, but the, the ones that you can start, sort of transfer your MP3s onto. There are mm. two models. Um, you do have to. Rec- it does require you to download the voice data to use this, but you can uh, get high res audio with these, and you can use Talkback to control the device. Available on the NWA100 series and the Nw. ZX500 series, none of which I can find anywhere. So that's Beautiful. interesting.
3: Yeah. Well, you know me, guys, I'm I'm here to help. Thank you. On some webpage there. somewhere on Sony.com. Take a look. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> just Google it. Uh, and also, there's a camera. This is actually what I was looking for, in fairness. There's a camera that was announced. I think it was on show at CSUN as well. A camera with a screen reader function built in. This is the uh, uh, what was it Sony A7 III, I think it is. Um, and they have this uh, feature built in now where you can have uh, verbal readouts of settings and uh, playback of video shot with the camera, so it'll actually read all the information out on the camera. It's the first time, I think, we've ever seen a DSLR camera. Out time. With that in it. Yeah, it's quite, quite incredible, incredible yeah. but that's a very expensive camera. I think that's about two grand or
3: something for that camera. So well, not in, exactly on the low end. In terms of cameras, though, especially at you know, that sort of level... I don't think that's a bad price. Right? Uh, well, but hang on, I
2: mean, you know, for most people who might want that feature, wouldn't you want it in the kind of entry level? Oh yes, of like the ZVS or whatever, you know, that would have been made yeah. more sense.
3: But cameras are uh, terrible for accessibility, right? Yeah. No, well, what can you do? Uh, right, Gordon writes
2: in, "Hi gang, instead of having a rant this time, I'm hoping you can give me some advice." We'll do our best. Uh, I've been using an iPhone 11 for the past few years, but that's your first problem. Oh, stop. He says, I still love it, but the battery is beginning to show signs of wear. Yeah, because it's an iPhone 11. Anyway, uh, I'm hoping it will last long enough until the iPhone 14 becomes available, because I'm sure it will have Touch ID under the screen, as you keep promising will happen. Hang on, I didn't say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
2: say it was going to happen. I you mean, said I it hope. it should. Yeah. yeah, I hope it does. And I'm reading reports now from people who know more things than me, which means they know nothing, because nobody knows anything really mm. about this topic, I mean, um, mm. that, frankly, you know, the, the Apple aren't going to do the, the under screen. Uh, Touch ID thing, which uh, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, he's not confident that it's going to happen. and He's not confident that it's uh, going to last that long, this iPhone 11 he's got. Anyway, the question concerns peripherals. Since purchasing this iPhone, your many podcast shows have persuaded me to buy peripherals such as AirPods, Bose Frames, a Bluetooth keyboard, and most importantly, an Apple Watch. If I do upgrade to a new iPhone, will all of these devices automatically connect to the new device once the data has migrated, or do I need to unpair them all and then pair them up again once the new phone is up and running. Hmm. Then a bit of online research, which suggests the Apple Watch might transfer automatically, <laughs> um, but I'm not sure about other devices. Any help would yep. be appreciated.
0: If you're using the same. Profile your same Apple ID and logging into that same ID. In theory, it should because it'll copy all those settings. As matter of fact, my air no, my AirPods keep trying to go back to my iPhone 7, and I don't want them to. And I, I really just need to disconnect them, but they they will pop to that instead of my my SE sometimes, or just go to the SE randomly and and you know when I want mm-hmm. them to. So no, it, it should in theory. Um, anything that's Bluetooth or or connected like that should be fine if you're using the same profile.
1: Should be one of the challenges with um, i AirPods and that sort of thing, um, devices that connect to iDevices, devices, is that when you get a new device, like you say, they they kind of you know yearn for the old devices and can easily connect to them. If you go into that old device and you forget that device, then because of the wonders of you know universal um, handoff and that sort of thing it will get forgotten on all devices. But then yep. you would just pair it on the new device and hopefully it'll kind of have more loyalty to the new one. But, no, that, uh,
2: no, 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 that's not how it works. No, I mean, if, if it's si- if you're signed into one, I mean, that's the thing with Apple AirPods. I've, I checked mine before we came on. And none of my Bluetooth devices, and I'm talking non-Apple devices, transferred. No. Don't even get me started on the watch. That's a nightmare.
3: That's a horrible process. My watch to fix my
1: AirPods. It. But, Did you do it with iCloud or with phone-to-phone?
3: Mm. Uh, phone to phone. Okay. Mm. See, phone to phone is meant to copy everything over, right? Yeah. If you do it through the iCloud backup, it's sort of you're not getting the 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 more sensitive data across. So I would have thought if you do phone to phone, you should get everything over and should be working sure. just just like the old one.
2: Hmm. Uh, well, just, I'm not I'm not convinced about that one, and certainly not. I mean, I know from for example the and thing you might be thinking about. No, it will not transfer over. You have to unpair from the previous device. Uh, Or if you've trashed the previous device, then, you know, just put your device, your keyboard into pairing mode and, you know, reconnect again. The watch, you know, every single time I've ever transferred a device, and you know me, guys, I do it weekly. um, (laughs) I am always having to reset my watch from scratch. It drives me mad. And it's especially because I usually, it's just when I get the Apple voice right on the phone, it's just when (laughs) it starts using the voice I want, then I have to start up again, and then I've got... Daniel, to put up with. On your watch, yes. Uh-huh. Can't stand it. Uh, D- uh, Gordon goes on to say, I know this might sound very basic, but how do I swap the SIM over? I've am always, uh, i always had a shop assistant do this for me in the past, but I'm now on a SIM-only contract, and I'm thinking of buying the next phone outright via the Apple Store, so I need to know how to switch the SIM card over. Since I'm completely blind, that is or could be a challenge. Uh, many thanks for any advice you can offer.
3: It's such a good question, Gordon, because I'm exactly the same. I was thinking about it the other day. I've never changed a SIM because I've always got someone to do it for me. And yeah, I know I, I know the theory behind it. You know, you get the little SIM extractor, basically a paper clip, and you push in on the little hole in the side of the iPhone and a little tray pops out. I've never actually done it myself. So I don't know how easy it is. How practical is it to do
0: when you can't see it at all? I don't know. I've, I've been told that it's not that hard, but when the last phone I got, when I got my SE 2020 from buying it on their, you know, the Apple Store app, purchasing it in there it actually had an option for me to say, am I still using my current wireless carrier, you know, my cellular carrier, or am I switching carriers? And it said, you know, here's what you currently have. I selected that, and then they sent me a phone that was already set up and ready to go for that carrier. That's America. we don't have that.
2: Well, that was dismissive, wasn't it?
1: (laughs) Well, fine. (laughs) They could only do that with an eSIM, not a physical SIM, I would have thought, but yeah. I mean, it's really Uh... nice. It's like a paperclip with an extra bit on. You hold the paperclip so that it's parallel to the plane of the phone because um, it won't go in the other way. The paperclip, um, pointy, sticky out bit on the end, has a cross section which isn't circular, so you do have to get it in the right way. And then when you push really hard, harder than you think, then this little tiny metal frame pops out. Push the little tiny nano sim out of this metal frame be very careful that you don't change its orientation. Go to the new phone and do the same thing and place it carefully in the frame. And yeah, if the orientation's right, it's fine.
2: Yeah, just go to the Apple store and get them to do it. Because honestly, this is so much hassle. And they'll do the transfer for you as well. And you can then blame them when it all doesn't work.
3: Uh, You you can do it. And look, the the nano SIM (laughs) does have a a, a cut corner. So you can Mm -hmm. get the orientation right and the, tr- the so tray has a s- specific way to go in so you can do it but it's really really fiddly the nano sim is so small and the tray uh, yeah it's easier to get someone else to you could just
2: go to the apple store yeah oh, that's a good just idea
3: done it. mine have just arrived in the
1: post <laughs> it's been fine but i've been so careful not to get there <laughs> horses for courses
2: <laughs> go to the apple store right okay um we are going to go to felix who left us a voicemail
4: hey blind guys talk uh, team yeah is that right yeah and if that covers everybody then okay and i don't forget like i don't forget anyone just like last time um <laughs> i thought that uh it would probably be best to um comment this way because last time i sent a really long email and it took me actually eight years to write so yeah <laughs> audio is for really best for now um so first and foremost sally um yeah do do like the way you definitely open the uh, podcast i find it absolutely hilarious you might want to consider going into either acting or potentially being a voice artist. Because I think you'd be good at so many different accents. It would be quite hilarious. Absolutely. Um, and uh, Hey, you know, make some money. She has a nitrous. She is. <laughs> however, uh, regarding your issue of audio boom, several years ago, around 2015 time, audio boom changed the way they did there or the way you could record and store your audio on there. Uh, because, uh, companies such as Global, who own Capital, Heart, Smooth, and so on, radio stations, um, that were using it for advertising purposes, similar to Facebook and YouTube. So it was basically a money-making, well, scheme, is that the right word to use? So with that in mind, uh, Audio Boom basically said that well, for, for all of us who were on that platform, we could uh, remain on that platform, but that means anyone that listened to our, to our material would have to pay for it to listen to it or we would have to pay so much to keep our material on there. Personally, I wasn't wanting to do this, so I just didn't bother responding. Um, we were given a month to then do whatever we wanted to do with our audio, download it, delete it, whatever. After that, it would be automatically deleted. So that's what's happened to your, to your songs and stuff like that, which is actually quite a shame. Um, so, um, yeah, hopefully you can get hold of all of those and uh, send them on. Now regarding the audio, uh, regarding Audacity, I didn't I, I totally forgotten it had been around since, uh, since 2005, nearly as long as I call it a Pro and so on and Pro tools and all that lovely business and Cakewalk and blah 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 blah. Um, but I'd never really cared for it. Um, the first time I needed to use it was several years ago when I was asked in you know, an IT course of all, of all places. <laughs> to uh, get some audio for my course and um, basically talk the audio for so many seconds and uh, have it come back up uh, we had to use something called envelopes um, mm-hmm. uh, which is I know a feature within audacity um, at the time I didn't know how to use it so I think having shown around or listening to the the tech talk podcast would have probably been ideal at that time but never mind um, however Uh, Which brings me on to the person who messaged in last week regarding fading out. Now, I've got a bit of an idea that uh, Sean might try or someone else could try that might help this person. Now, I often use uh, envelopes in my audio when using Reaper, and it does the same sort of thing. Now, um, I know that uh, Audacity works slightly different to Reaper. So this is my idea. If you can create an envelope that starts... Towards the end of the uh, the end of the audio, and say drop uh, volume by 20 dB or 30 dB, and then create another envelope that does the same thing. So let's go from let's say 40 to 20, then another one from 20 to to 10, and so on. You can effectively slow down the progression of the fade out, um, and then have a final. Um, envelope that says, I want the audio to be at 0 dB at this point. Um, therefore, the it should effectively slow down the progression of the fade-out. Because I know that Audacity and Reaper also has a feature where you can do fade out from a cursor. And the problem with that is that you can't always control the speed of how the audio fades out. So um, that's my recommendation. Good show as always, um, and uh, look forward to the next week of episodes. It's been Felix once again. Good show. Talk soon.
2: Thanks, Felix. Really geeking out on Audacity with us there. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a that's to try, Sean. Well
3: I don't think envelopes are accessible still. So envelopes mm. you can set in uh, different points of the audio file and as Felix said, set the volume. So good for audio ducking and things like that. But still, I don't think accessible in Audacity. So yeah, it's a shame.
2: Can I also pick up on the point about audio boom? Um, I have a little bit of history with this this company. Um, And I will tell you that, uh, first off, you don't have to pay to listen to any of their content, but you do have to pay to subscribe. And this was actually coming about at the same time as other podcast hosting companies were making the decision To monetize um, themselves. Because this is, for example, um, uh, well, I won't go into the detail, but I I do have history with this to some degree. And I can tell you that um, all the companies are going this way. And they do now. I mean, most companies, you can self-host, I think, if you want to. But Mm -hmm. most companies, you you do have to pay, I think, to to get your content online. Yeah, Yeah, you do. I mean, that's right. There, There are free options, I think, out there if you want them. But yeah i mean read their terms
0: and yeah. service the terms of services because yeah the ones that are free or guarantee you this that and the other yeah read read, read the terms
2: <laughs> who owns the um, copyright all that mm-hmm. stuff yeah there's some that's serious issues my, that could potentially that, come up. Yeah,
0: that's been my bugaboo with anchor for many years is they say a lot of good things they do do a lot of good things but their terms make me really nervous about like you said who owns what and what can they do and what can they control um i've been paying for blueberry for my uh you know, for my, my media host for years now. The muffins. Libsyn's another good one. What's that?
4: Muffins? The muffins. Yes.
0: Oh, well, we, we won't talk about you and blueberry muffins. Anyway. Chocolate um,
2: chip, guys. Come on. Or or white chocolate with strawberry. Mm.
0: Oh, that's gross. Mm. Oh, mm. terrible. Mm. Yum. But um, but no, I, I think it's well worth it to pay a podcast or media hosting company. I think I only pay Libsyn, or not Libsyn. What am I saying? I pay blueberry. I Muffin. Like the, the 20 <laughs> It's... <laughs> They don't have the e in the word. It's blueberry without an e. Um, muffin but, uh, without an e. It's a muffin yeah. without an e. Doesn't that's, have any e in it. But uh, doesn't have any in it. Wow. Uh, but no, I think I'm on like the twenty dollar plan a month or something like that. I mean, there's definitely tiers that go up much higher for more space and more features and things. But you, you can do it pretty, pretty inexpensively.
2: Perfect. I, and Sally is that. an
3: artiste.
2: And she is. Yeah, she is an artiste. Uh, she she is. Uh, is a singer. She's a, a theater actor. And all that lovely stuff. Yeah, we'll get Sally back on soon. She wasn't uh, able to join us this week, but she will be back next she week, was I at
0: promise.
2: She the Oscars, I think. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was at the Oscars, <laughs> that's right. Um, also, just one final email to come in from Rebecca who says, I loved the comparison between Mac and Windows uh, this week. Was it so much of a, a comparison? I think it was probably more of a, you know, kind of like getting to know the Mac from a Windows perspective. I think that was mm-hmm. kind of the aim of it, certainly. But um, yeah. Uh, Rebecca asks you, Robin, what version of the Mac did you use?
1: Monterey, the latest. Why? Is she wondering? Why? Why? <laughs>
3: Angry Robin. Why, <laughs> right? I you like confrontation? I just wondered what, because
1: it wow. said it on... Yeah, no.
2: Well, no, um, she, was, she was asking specifically, she assumes it was a MacBook Pro with an Intel processor.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, Oh, well, I'm really sorry. Because in the... Um, yeah, see if you listen, you know. You well, Snap. the version... I think that's... I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it said, yeah, on my desktop, I've labelled my volume monterey so um that kind of gives that away but um (laughs) yeah no it's on a macbook pro intel absolutely not an m1 so yeah
2: yeah because this is the point she makes she says i would love to run windows on an m1 imac or I'm M1 Mac, I should say. Mm. Um, I would then sell my Lenovo laptop. Well, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of Lenovo laptops for sale when that happens. Let me tell you, I've got about ten of them. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Lenovo are going to get a business, or arguably make more money as a result of this. I don't know how you look at these things, but uh, you can you can run Windows on an M1 Mac at the moment. But before you all get excited, it is an ARM version of Windows, which is very universally talking- terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's early days, very early days for that. And no, it's, it's not, not really advanced. When was the like, oh,
3: Windows RT release? They were talking years ago, and they just did nothing with it. Windows Arm is awful.
1: We should get um, somebody on from Freedom, because of Vispero, because they were really upbeat about how very, you know, weeks or early digit months of, um, you know, JAWS being fully functioned. And he was implying, anyway, that this was going to be a really good option not kind of i think he would have said that um windows on arm by the way guys is not ready for prime time he, he didn't actually mention that at all so
3: this is well, going well
2: i'm not saying well he is, is sean that's saying it's not ready for prime yeah. time i'm saying it's, it's early days
3: sorry i'm saying currently it's not ready now, they are working on it, right? Oh, that's no, no, meant no. to be. Hang on a sec, guys. Did you hear that robot?
0: No, yeah, no, no. Currently, no, 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 it's <laughs> ready sounds way. a lot like early days to me. That sounds, that sounds the same. That's not no, no, what I think no. I heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Sorry, I, I should I have heard, said I'm heard talking it's about terrible. Glenn. It's terrible Gordon, currently.
3: So. so, if you run it currently, right now, today, it's awful. But, but they are working it's early on days. It. Yeah. Is it? Uh, no, it's not early days. No, shut up. No. Windows for ARM has been around for ages, and it's still awful as of today. But they are working on it right now for the next version, and it is. If anyone, if good. anyone's actually
2: used Windows on ARM and might wants to tell us what they think, I mean, I know mm. some people have told me um, there are some issues with. Um, well, I mean, I, I think the one that really stood out was the Surface Pro X. That was the one that I remember people saying to me even from the company itself, you might not want to bother with that one. You might want to just let
1: it go, you know,
2: let it go, <laughs> let it go. How much
1: was that to do with the OS and how much to do with the Qualcomm well, yeah, Snapdragon? that's the question, mm. I think.
3: It was all OS, Robin.
1: Yeah,
2: I've I mean, answered it my Microsoft. It? <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? If, I actually think if you're going to run Windows... Run it on a Mac. Right, I mean, that's that's the best way you're going to get, because that's what everyone used to say. If you want to run Windows and you want a good experience of Windows, run it on a Mac. And I think those days will be coming back soon. I do.
3: Okay.
1: Right, we're all friends again? Mm. Sorry, Sean. I love you, Robin. I love you.
0: I love you, man.
2: <laughs> I don't love it,
1: anybody. There's um, been conflict, and I don't like it. Yes,
2: look let's, let's get together for a hug not too close but let's oh. get together for a hug don't touch my hair
0: <laughs> you wish reach behind and touch your hair <laughs> you yep. can find any touch let your me know hair <laughs> hair growing out your ears <laughs> i finally got mine cut so yeah, you can't touch mine anymore
2: oh so did i i mine finally got it done i know and, and you know it's funny you joke <laughs> about that there was there was probably more came out of my ears than came off my head i mean that's probably true
0: <laughs> well thankfully i don't have that problem sorry <laughs> That's all right. It's perfectly fine. Anyway, Um, wow, this is going sideways.
2: Well, that is the name of this podcast. Um, That's the other working title as it goes. Um, But no, listen, uh, that is it for our show this week. Thank you so much. We will, of course, be back tomorrow with another show. So you can enjoy that. And uh, we will be uh, by then. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Depends how it goes. Yeah. I must admit, I can't wait for next week's emails. I'm really excited (laughs) about next week's emails. I have a feeling, I'm just going to guess, I have a feeling that we're going to be drifting a little bit off tech again next Mm. week. I'm just guessing.
0: Maybe. (laughs) Possibly.
2: We're sending you love to our world. And we'll catch you again next time with another Blind Guy Talks Tech.
3: Bye, guys. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Love you
2: more. Tim was very quiet there.